There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 97.1 FM The Drive presents the Behind the Song Podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. In this episode of Behind the Song, let's explore the lyrics of Long Cool Woman in a Black Dress by the Hollies. If the first time you ever heard this song, you thought you were listening to Credence Clearwater Revival, you're not alone. Long Cool Woman in a Black Dress is such a departure from the backbeat, three-part harmony sound that made the Hollies famous that it does indeed sound like a song that came from John Fogarty's Swampiest Dreams. But it is the Hollies, and it became their biggest hit in the U.S. The Hollies had been around since the early 60s. Alan Clark and Graham Nash, the principal guitarists and vocalists for the band, met while in school in Manchester, England, just a hop, skip, and a jump from the Beatles' home of Liverpool, and formed the band in late 1962. They were one of the most successful groups that came in a wave as part of the British invasion, heavy on the backbeat and the harmonies, influenced by artists like the Everly Brothers. They were discovered by record producer Ron Richards, who signed them to Parlophone Records after seeing them play at the famous Cavern Club in Liverpool in 1963. Richards had quite a pedigree. He started out as a song plugger in London's Tin Pan Alley and had worked as an assistant to none other than George Martin in the studio with the Beatles. Richards would go on to produce most of the Hollies' albums from that point until the late 70s, and he held a lot of sway over what got recorded and released by the band. The Hollies had many hits in the early to mid-60s, their first in the U.S. being Bus Stop in 1966. But as their contemporaries, the Beatles, grew more and more experimental with their sound, the Hollies' harmonic, backbeat, or mercy beat sound, as it was called in England, began to feel a little faded. The Hollies started to see a dip in sales and popularity toward the end of the 60s. Eventually, Graham Nash left the Hollies in 1968 to form the group Crosby, Stills, and Nash in the States with David Crosby and Stephen Stills. He wanted to be taken more seriously as an artist, and he'd grown tired of the Hollies' more commercial sound. The following year, the remaining band members released an entire album of Bob Dylan covers, much to the dismay of critics at the time, and then two more albums until they began working on the album Distant Light in 1971. Alan Clark, now with Nash's departure, ostensibly the leader of the band, knew he needed a hit to finish the album with. So he called on lyric collaborators Roger Cook and Roger Greenaway to help create the lyrics to the song. Among other ultra-catchy hits, the pair are responsible for the song I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing that began as a jingle for Coca-Cola that year and was used in Coke's groundbreaking TV ad with people singing together on a hillside. And then it became an international hit. 
Now, the reason there aren't three-part harmonies in Long Cool Woman, something the Hollies had pioneered, is because of how it was recorded. Alan Clark did all the vocals himself, unlike other Hollies songs. Ron Richards was sick the day the song was recorded, so the band took it upon themselves to produce the track. And, influenced by Creedence Clearwater Revival, who broke up the same year that this was recorded, Clark modeled his singing on the song after John Fogarty's style and added a bunch of echo to his voice. So we fans weren't exactly off base if we ever confused the bands when we heard this tune. So there was a convergence of events that led to this song sounding so unique from the rest of the Hollies catalog, all equaling the recipe for its success. A founding band member determined for a hit, a couple of cracking lyricists, and an absentee producer and manager. In an interview with a Tennessean, co-songwriter Roger Cook, who, by the way, is so far the only British songwriter to have ever been inducted into the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame, said they were tapping into the Prohibition-era drinking culture of America when they set out to write the lyrics for Long Cool Woman. To these Englishmen, the idea of Prohibition was as foreign to them as America was. So the song is about the FBI raiding a bar and a woman singing at that bar and one of the FBI agents who saves her. Long Cool Woman in a Black Dress starts like this. Saturday night I was downtown working for the FBI, sitting in a nest of bad men, whiskey bottles piling high, bootlegging boozer on the west side full of people who were doing wrong. Just about to call up the DA man when I heard this woman singing a song. Pretty straightforward, as Cook explained. An FBI man setting up a speakeasy to get busted for selling booze, routine business, but then a woman on stage starts singing and it changes the plan a bit. The song goes on. A pair of 45s made me open my eyes. My temperatures started to rise. She was a long, cool woman in a black dress, just a 5'9", beautiful, tall. With just one look, I was a bad mess, cause that long, cool woman had it all. Now, the line, a pair of 45s made me open my eyes, is most likely slang for the measurements of a woman's bust, also alluding to the round shape of a 45 record in that same slang term. Tough guy talk. And thanks in part to all the slapback echo effect that Alan Clark has on his voice, that line has also been misheard by many fans to go, A pair pair of tawny tawny thighs made made me open open my my eyes. eyes. Which would also sort of work in the context, but those aren't the lyrics. The most misconstrued lyrics in the song, however, are in the line, Just a 5'9", beautiful, tall which has been heard as everything from just a fine old beautiful doll to justify my beautiful wall. Also incorrect. It's just a 5'9", beautiful tall, declaring her each thing emphatically. The song goes on. Saw her heading to the table, well, a tall walking big black cat. When Charlie said, I hope that you're able, boy, well, I'm telling you she knows where it's at. When suddenly we heard a siren 
and everybody started to run, jumping out of doors and tables, while I heard somebody shooting a gun. So in these lines, we hear from what we can only assume is our narrator's co-agent, Charlie, who sees that the guy is transfixed by this singer lady and wonders if he's going to be able to go through with arresting her in the booze bust of the club. Backup comes, sirens blast, all hell breaks loose as the patrons of the bar realize what's up. The song goes on. Well, the DA was pumping my left hand, and she was holding my right. And I told her, don't get scared, because you're going to be spared. I got to be forgiven if I want to spend my living with a long, cool woman in a black dress, just a 5'9", beautiful, tall. I don't think the DA mentioned in this section of the song is the same as earlier, the district attorney, because DAs aren't usually involved in situations like this directly. It could be slang for a double-action pistol, which would cause our narrator's arm to pump when it recoiled. So here we have our FBI man involved in a shootout during the booze raid, but holding on to the long, cool woman in a black dress's hand, telling her she's going to be okay, He's got her. And then the lines that, to me, are the most sublime rhythmic poetry in the whole song. I gotta be forgiven if I want to spend my living with a long, cool woman in a black dress, just a 5'9", beautiful, tall. And the song ends. With just one look, I was a bad mess, because that long, cool woman had it all. Alan Clark left the Hollies after the release of Distant Light. Meanwhile, Long Cool Woman became an international hit, going to number two in the U.S. He was replaced by a Swedish vocalist named Michael Rickfors for a short stint, and then he later rejoined the band in 1973, just in time to release the Hollies' last charting hit, The Air That I Breathe, which went to number six. The Hollies were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2010, and they still perform, having done so continuously for over 50 years with one lineup or another, making them a rare breed of long-standing acts like the Rolling Stones. Alan Clark's first new solo album in over 20 years, Resurgence, gives a tip of the hat to this song with a new one he called Long Cool Woman's Back in Town. And that's fitting, because with Long Cool Woman in a Black Dress, the Hollies caught lightning in a bottle, especially for fans in America, with a song that sounded nothing like their signature sound, and with some of the most hard-to-understand lyrics in rock and roll. And we've been singing along to it ever since. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for sound design and engineering. On the way, episodes on lyrics from Blue Oyster Cult, Jefferson Airplane, and more. Classic rock and roll. <laughs>